Sex is awesome. Like, super cool. But you know what's even more awesome than sex? Sex with two people at the same time. It's like, wow. You know what's even more awesome than that, though? Sex with two people at the same time while the husband of one watches, crying in the corner. That's, that's just the best. Totally achievable, too. Uh, depends on your circumstances and, I guess, uh, who you are in that scenario. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, it's Saturday Morning Cartoons. This week on Nothing Good. Good afternoon, gentlemen. We are here for episode, I don't even know what this is, 31. 31. Uh, 31? 31. Oh, that, was, that was good. I'm good. Yeah, um, a great guest. Thank you. Uh, so uh, on this wonderful Saturday afternoon, we are recording an episode about Saturday morning cartoons from our childhood. Um, so how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Oof. Doing wow, man. Doing good. Excellent. Busy day I'm today. I'm really excited about yeah. this. What's that? So it's a busy day and a busy weekend. Busy's good. It's gonna be yeah, so now, good. now that we're uh, all COVID free, it's like everything we haven't done in the last month is like now all starting to happen. Yeah, you got to jam, jam it all in at once. Yeah, we're we're, we're mm. jamming it in with our fingers. That's what she said. Thank you. Humana, 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 humana. Giggity, giggity, you. <laughs> yes. Speaking of jamming it in there and getting busy, I'd say we get busy by telling everyone, instead of procrastinating around and going in some long-winded story, let's just set the mood. It's a Saturday, and where we are, uh, would have been having cereal and fruit snacks and things that were sold to us by commercials on Saturday, uh, now we are going to have beer, so why don't we tell everybody what we're drinking this fine day? Mac, why don't you lead us off? Well, gentlemen, uh, this fine Saturday, as uh, I get to celebrate my second Christmas today, uh, I know it's exciting, uh, and uh, we'll see how uh, how everything goes, and depending how drunk I get with my in-laws, <laughs> but a nice way to get it started is I'm drinking some um, Ellicottville Brewing Company Blueberry Wheat Ale. Ooh, oh, fancy. It is a lot fancy. going on there. Fancy. There is. Uh, it's quite good. It's quite good. I'm enjoying it so far. Fantastic. Nice. Doc. Uh, well, I am not drinking bourbon today. Mm. Uh, I, I'm drinking a beer. Uh, I'm from um, Brew Gentleman, and I'm not a beer guy, so this is all Brew different language to me. They Brew Gentleman. Pretty good stuff. Oh, good. I'm drinking Prototype 7. Apparently, there's already a Prototype 8, but they only had 7, so... It's a West Coast double IPA made with a blend of American hops. So take that with what you will. Very nice. <laughs> a little double IPA. I like their I like their slim twelve ounce cans. They're the only brewery that puts out cans like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like I like the, the label design. Yeah, and the label's what caught me. If if we were doing uh, the Royal Rumble episode, I would make a John Cena joke mentioning prototype. 
but we're going to move <laughs> right along. And because Jeff's the beer snob, I'm going to let him close. I am drinking a Trogues Grand Cacao chocolate wow. stout because it's wintry. And I, I tend to thin out the non-full-bodied beer in my house and just drink heavy, syrupy beer to keep warm in this in these dark and trying times. So. <laughs> Jafar, what you got? Nice. I am also drinking a stout, but to tie the theme together of Saturday mornings, I am drinking a stout that is made with Count Chocula cereal. Oh, oh. you son of a bitch. It's called Marshmallow <laughs> from Hitchhiker Brewing here. You son of a bitch. As soon as you said, as soon as you said uh, Count Chocula, I know exactly where you're going with that one. Tying it all together. That so is it. That I'm is having a- cereal and beer. While we're talking about That's cereal and beer. That, that is, is incredible. A, that is a fine beer, Jeffrey. That yeah. is a fine beer. And it, it's fitting for the theme. It was the last one I had in my fridge, and I was like, you got know, the perfect occasion to drink that. And that is today. right. You know, you guys you guys talk about Saturday morning and eating your cereal, right? And yeah. I think this is a good time to let the audience know I'm allergic to milk. So mm. growing up, there was no cereal and Saturday morning. Um, what we always did was, uh, I, cause I grew up playing hockey. We'd have hockey in the morning, you know, all the yeah. kids in the kids leagues and stuff were from 5.00 AM to about 9.00 AM. So I would have a game somewhere really early in the morning, much to the joy of my father. So, um, but when we'd come home on the way back from hockey, we stopped at McDonald's and I would get a sausage biscuit with egg, a hash brown and an orange juice. And that's what I would sit down in front of the TV with. Now, I tried to find the sausage biscuit with egg and a hash brown beer. Uh, <laughs> hasn't come out yet. Uh, I don't so, even want that, man. I wouldn't we're, recommend it. No. We're just, we're, we're There's a market for, somebody, for it somewhere. Yeah. We're waiting for somebody to figure it out. I have had uh, beer with bacon in it, and it is not a pleasant experience. <laughs> no, I uh, I had the chocolate bacon beer, which was it didn't know what it wanted to be. If it wanted to be a chocolate stout or a bacon beer. Um, yeah. But you know what, damn it, bacon just qualifies as anything that you put that word in. I'm going to try it. I, I don't yes. even know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, let's go it off there. But yeah, I mean, everyone has their, their classic Saturday morning routine, what they are. Cereal until you're old enough to choose to eat something else. You know, uh, it was on Saturday mornings that I discovered my love of bagels, a love of which I've never come back. I feel like I, it's been like one of those, as some people increase the difficulty level or how much they drink, I increase the cream cheese to bagel ratio. <laughs> that happens. Uh, now I like a little bit of bagel with my cream cheese on Saturdays. But uh, no, yeah, interesting thing. I just wanted to put out here that my Saturday morning is kind of weird. It's skewed because I grew up a diehard pro wrestling fan. And there was always wrestling on Saturday morning. So if I, I had to double check to make sure, and I was really interested in my research, what shows went up against WWF superstars or even WCW wrestling on Saturday to the main event to see what stacked up against it uh, on Saturday morning. So I know that there's some cartoons that we're all going to talk about that you guys are going to mention that I probably never watched simply because they went parallel to WWF superstars or the wrestling challenge, in which case, fuck that, I'm not watching that. Uh, (laughs) But we should also... Mention our criteria. When we say Saturday morning cartoons, we do indeed mean cartoons that aired on Saturday morning an institution uh, in Western television practices. But we also are going to include cartoons that typically one might associate as pre or after school cartoons, yes. mostly because they all aired on Saturday morning at some time as part of the lineup. And in the case of a lot of shows that we're going to talk about today, i.e. Uh, like Batman the Animated Series, or if anyone is 
dumb enough to put Superman on, they would air the new episode on Saturday, uh, and then they would replay the episodes Monday through Friday after school. So it's it kind of counts as both. So just because you, you motherfucker out there listening to the show, only remember this show from airing at 3.30 on, on Fox Kids after school does not mean it wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. And even if it wasn't, fuck you. This is our show. Yeah. We do whatever the fuck we want. Right. There's no rules you know, here. It, it's, it saddens me, gentlemen, that in today's day and age, and for those of you that, that have kids, you know, Jeff and, and Noah, you guys are, Jeff, you're a little bit further along Guilty. here. But, you know, kids these days, they don't have that same joy of, mm-hmm. of waking up on Saturday and going downstairs mm-hmm. and taking over the TV and sitting there for three or four hours, however long that you're viewing your Saturday morning cartoons, because that dominated our childhood. Oh, you know, for sure. And, yes. after, and after school as well, you know, and, and, and when you look at the lineup today, now, of course, part of that was, was by having very specific channels that are airing cartoons, like yeah. Cartoon Network and, you know, the Disney Channel and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, if you go and you turn on, and, and there are some great, great shows that you can watch today amazing world gumball and you know craig of the creek and some of those things it's not the same because they let you binge the show it's on for a six-hour block or you know titans go right but you know with we growing up you had that specific window that you had to plan your viewing schedule because you know you had cartoons on fox and on abc Mm -hmm. and then eventually on the wb and you had to pick and choose because there were no DVRs at this point in time, right? No. And uh, it was a it was a very big deal growing up to have your lineup. Yeah, and it was it was pre-streaming, so you know today, like my kids can watch whatever they want, whenever they want, on whichever device they want. Whereas when we were growing up, we didn't have that luxury. It's like, all right, I'll turn on the TV. What's on these three stations at this given yeah, time? It's on, it's and on. That's that's, that's right. what we got. Yeah. I think appointment viewing is something that has really, if it's not completely gone out of the lives of almost every American, uh, it has certainly gone out of the lives of our kids. And for some, like my daughter, who's four, uh, has never known it. Uh, We cut the cord when we were pregnant with her. Uh, So everything has been streaming services uh, since that time. So she is not aware of the concept of having to sit down at a certain time and watch a certain channel to see a certain thing. She knows that if she wants to watch Paw Patrol, she goes to Paramount Plus. She wants to watch Bob's Burger, she goes to Hulu and all, and all of that other stuff, but she can't, you know, she doesn't know, but she, and which is cool. I'm not, let's not take that away, right? We always, if someone's like in 1992, looked at all four of us, they're like, hey, uh, in the future, you're going to be able to watch whatever you want, whenever you watch uh, <laughs> at any time, and no one can tell you that you can't other than maybe you're just too young for it and you're like yeah that's badass why wouldn't you sign me up yeah uh, but there is some there's some negatives that you kind of miss and for me in a way uh was was getting up and, and watching something as it happens and then running to the bathroom during the commercials so you didn't mm-hmm. miss whatever came back or and especially with some of the shows one particular show uh one particular animated marvel show that i swear to god is the start of all my bladder problems because i didn't want to miss what happened (laughs) on the commercial break uh but also the negatives to it too as well um i think part of the reason i personally have always had an aversion to religion is because both wrestling and Saturday morning cartoons, you knew it was over when the fucking 700 Club came on. Right? <laughs> programming. And someone's like, let me tell you about the Lord. I'm like, no! What if it was 
you know, it's funny you say that my experience wasn't when the 700 club came on because I never got to that point. My Saturday morning viewing experience ended when my brother woke up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's really what it was because we had one TV yep. in the house for a long time. And, um, you know, my brother notorious for sleeping in. So I was fortunate because he never woke up before 1130. Never. But there was always that potential that he was waking up when X-Men the Animated Series was on on Fox or if Spider-Man because they had that block at like 11 o'clock where they had Spider-Man yep. and X-Men and sometimes they flip-flop that. That I would risk losing one of those shows if he woke up because he would immediately come downstairs, take the remote control, or even at that point, you didn't have a remote. You just went up to the TV and changed the dial. And uh, it was college football. Mm. And then I had to go find something to do with the rest of my day. So, um, yeah, we never made it to the 700 Club. But, you know, I know what you're talking about. That dude was creepy as fuck. Oh, man, Pat <laughs> Robertson. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we, we were, oh, no, I was going to say, me, me growing up with two brothers who were all within a year age difference of each other we were always typically on the same that was one of the few things we were on the same page on was when it came to the tv rotation like we were, we were all into the same stuff so uh the three of us would sit there together in our underoos watching whatever was on so good so good talk what was your saturday morning routine um I mean, I echo a lot of what you guys are saying. I was um, fortunate with my sister and I only being four years apart, her being older, that uh, we were just close enough in age that, like, Saturday morning cartoons, like, she was into it while I was into it for a while. Um, and, like, growing up, much like uh, Mac here, we we only had one TV. Well, we had two. And one of my parents and one in the living room. But I didn't have one. My sister didn't have one uh, for a long while. Uh, and usually I would wake up. My sister would wake me up. Like, hey, let's go. Let's go downstairs. Watching cartoons. We'd go downstairs. She'd make me a bowl of cereal. We'd sit. We'd watch. Lord knows what we were watching at the time. By the time, like, like my real intense morning experiences were really happening, she'd already given up on the cartoons and had gone off to, like, preteen existence. Uh, and uh, by that point, though, I had a very small TV in my room. So it didn't really matter anyhow, because I can watch my cartoons by myself and chill out and have my cap and crunch. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I mean, was pretty much my, my Saturday morning experience. It was it was very... Uh, most of my early memories, my earliest memories of Saturday morning cartoons are of Danger Mouse, Count Duckula, and... Uh, okay. Yeah, really just those two. And I'm pretty sure they were on Nickelodeon. Pretty confident they were on Nickelodeon. Jones, did your cereal change? Was it always Captain Crunch? Captain like, Crunch is my jam. Guys that, for those of you guys that like were able to do cereal, you know, I, I've had cereal, but it was always like in a cup and it was like a snack because it had yeah. to be dry. You were eating everything you know? dry. I was yeah. eating everything dry. And, you know, it's it, eating. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like having sex. You know, you can try to do things when it's dry, but it's not nearly as enjoyable. It's not the <laughs> so, same. <laughs> it's not the same. Um, so, you know, I would occasionally have, you know, Count Chocula because of the of the marshmallows and stuff. Um, you know, I always remember, like, we had a lot of Golden Grahams in the house. So I would I would occasionally, like, snack on Golden Grahams and, you know, uh, Lucky Charms and stuff. But, like, what was, it, what was your go-to, guys? What was your go-to cereal? 
uh, we didn't really have a, a specific go-to, um, you know, tastes change over time. Uh, and that was one thing the three of us could not agree on was what kind of cereal I want. But our dad was like, God damn it. You're picking one this week. So it would constantly be rotating. So it wasn't like awesome. we're eating the same thing over and over again, but, uh, Admittedly, I'm a very boring cereal person. I don't like sweet cereal. I never have. I don't like what it does to the milk. Uh, so, th though every time a new cereal would advertise uh, on Saturday morning, I would feel obligated to try to get it. Um, I would ultimately always be disappointed uh, because it's always too sweet. Um, I did, for a small period of time, really enjoy eating just the marshmallows out of the Ghostbuster cereal. Right? Uh, but I, I did not make the transition to Lucky Charms. But my all-time cereal from that day until this very day, the only cereal I eat is the original Yellow Box Cheerios with whole milk. No sugar, no frills. Give me the moats. That is Boring, incredibly you know. dull. It, it goes, it goes with your dull. cardigan that you're wearing. It does. Um, first of all, yes. My, I, I love my cardigan. Fuck you. I was, I was very sure that you were eating like brand cereal just so you wanted to <laughs> yeah. make sure you stayed. You're the only four-year-old who wanted to make sure you yeah. stayed regular. Raisin brand with no raisins. Yeah. No, but honestly, I switched to like um to, to bagels really early or French toast. Like Aunt Jemima's French toast. That was or apple cinnamon oatmeal. Like that stuff. But as far as like a cereal goes, because also here's the thing I learned. I uh, So not a tangent. But I learned to cook for myself really early in my life, especially things like breakfast, because, A, one of my parents wasn't up early enough to to do that because dad worked overnight. And my mother is a vampire. And two, um, because uh, they would I wanted things certain ways and they didn't want to give it to me like a bagel with extra cream cheese. Right. Or um, please don't uh, don't leave the milk in the cereal. I don't want soggy Cheerios. I want it crispy. So let me do or all that other stuff. And they said uh, and because they call me Bubba, they're like, Bubba, fucking do it yourself. I believe it was a phrase I heard all the time. So I had to learn how to make those things myself. So I was like, oh, shit, I'll just make apple cinnamon oatmeal. I like it thick, like you could lay a brick with it. Or a bag of super cream cheese. Or, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, so, uh, so cereal, yes, always Cheerios. But I switched to early breakfast stuff pretty, pretty early. So I could say that I, I like, Captain Crunch was, it's still my jam. It's still my favorite cereal ever. I do the not, and I never mouth. have. I've never liked, and I will never like the freeze-dried marshmallows. I can't do it. I don't like it's a sensory thing when you chew it. It's that weird styrofoamy noise. It mm -hmm. crunch, that, that like weird, like soft crunch that you get with it. You know, I don't know why. Ever since I was a kid, I can't handle it. It just, in it, it, it tastes okay, but the chewing and the sensory, and it, it just doesn't go. Anyhow. So dear, listeners, just... wait, dear listeners, I want you to know that the face that Doc just made when describing that sensation, I don't think I've ever literally watched you make that frustrated kind of a George Costanza kind of a <laughs> look, like, like that. Yeah. Like you're just like you, like you, you, you crunched up. And well, a little I don't remember which one of you said uh, it was uh, maybe that you were eating the marshmallows out by yourself. Yeah, that like, was just the, the yeah. thought well, of that. Nice, man. It's too much for me. But um, yeah, so man, it was like Captain Crunch. Uh, Frosted Flakes, but my treat, the treat was, and it wasn't, it wasn't often, but like before school, we got that more, but like a Saturday morning, it was like a random, like my sister would, would just go, you know, what? Cocoa Wheats, we're having Cocoa Wheats instead of cereal. Cocoa, Cocoa Wheats is so good. It's Cocoa, so Wheats, Cocoa good. Wheats can't be beat. It's cannot hot be cereal with the Cocoa Treat. Mm -hmm. A little bit of condensed beat, milk in there, a little sprinkle of sugar. It's so good. 
I want to give one small serial shout out. And when we do Ocarina of Time, I will we will talk more about this. But I'm upset that the one sweet cereal that I loved came late in my childhood, and they don't really make it anymore, which was Waffle Crisp. Waffle and Crisp is so good. Waffle Crisp was so good. I would buy boxes of it with my own money, right, as a teenager. And a part of my sensory memory for Ocarina and Pokemon Red is eating straight dry boxes of Waffle Crisp and Munchos while I'm trying to beat the goddamn Water Temple. Right? Like, <laughs> and like Yeah, so it's like that, that whole thing, like popping it in there and swearing and throwing a 64 controller with Waffle Crisp spews out of my mouth. Throwback. That's not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to mention the short-lived Nintendo cereal, which was oh, no. Zelda mm-hmm. on one side, mm-hmm. Mario on the other, yep. and they were tall, thin bags. Yep. Fantastic cereal. Didn't last clearly long enough, but I thought that's where you're going with Ocarina time. We can. The, I'm sorry, Mac. the the special The special cereal treat that I had was uh, Cocoa Crisp, you know, oh, little crisp. little cookie cereal, mm. you know, because I could at least like it's like, oh, I'm having little cookies. This is great, you know. No, for sure. I, I would love to do a. This would put this in the list. An episode about childhood foods and treats that didn't exist for very long or don't exist anymore, uh, and I, I believe at the top of the heap. Would be Ecto Cooler, uh, being all time principal. Oh wow! Banging things, man. Like, oh man, I would. I swear to God, I might knife a homeless man now. If someone's like, "You want an Ecto Cooler?" <laughs> what would you do for it? Anyway, it's like Squid Games, but with Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Uh, if you remember the episode of Family Guy when uh, they're they're interviewing people, like, "What would you do for a Klondike bar?" It's like, "What would you do for a Klondike bar?" Would you Would you hop up and down on one foot? Would you? Uh, would would you would you would you go ahead and run a race? Would you would you kill a man? And then the and then like the camera cuts off the guy and you just hear like a man screaming. <laughs> Certain Klondikes do slap. I'm not gonna yeah. deny that. But what also yeah. slapped we have tried on our own here this week to determine as far as cartoons go, what slaps and what doesn't. So as when this episode has dropped and you will uh, be popping on if you're one of the listeners, statistically, there are a lot of you that listen that don't go to our social media uh, channels, <laughs> in which case I say, fucking shame on you. How did you find us if you didn't go to any of that? I don't even know. You know what? I'm not even going to get bothered. Fucking go to our Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, anything, because we're going to be posting visual tier lists that we did. We did tier lists, the four of us, to rank Saturday morning cartoons from the very top of the heap. Some of us used S, some of those of us that actually know how the meme goes, and some of us go A as opposed to fucking weird people. And then we went all the way down to to go from our fucking best list (laughs) to our worst. And we're going to post those for your reference. And we want you, and we're going to post a template too. We want you to fill one out and post it in the comments and let us know how you rank Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, But there was criteria. As we mentioned earlier, it has to be there. Uh, it has to have aired on a Saturday morning or an after or pre-post uh, cartoon. And we kind of based it around our childhood. So this list kind of goes from like 84 to around 98, 99. Right? Uh, all the way up until we started trying to have sex with girls. and Or boys, whatever you did. I'm not going to judge the history of anybody here. But yeah, sex was something. Anybody, something, I don't know, something warm, maybe a warm bagel. I don't know. We're making references there. Or extra cream cheese. Sega channel. Sega channel. Oh, man. I, by the way, I wish that I had art skills. 
that were better because I would love to do like a graphic representation of like the Sega channel as like an anime character with those big eyes like oh like begging for it because that would that would be my wallpaper and I would literally <laughs> print that out into a physical picture and I would mail it to Doc every week. He'd get his bills he'd be like National <laughs> Geographic Aquarium Monthly. Oh, there's the anime picture of an unnecessarily sexy Sega channel begging for it. But speaking of art, who wants to start with their tier lists? Uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh, oh, go ahead, Matt. Go for it. Go, 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 go. I'll go ahead. So I want to. I want to go ahead and start off here with a with a small disclaimer of uh, of starting at the bottom of my list. Right. So I had a tier F that I. I was thinking about how I wanted to word this, but I thought it would just kind of be easier to explain. I guess when we list it, I'll, I'll kind of do this. Some of you had it as the recycling bin. I have this as a uh, disqualified uh, column. Okay. Because there were, uh, uh, there were several cartoons that we had listed here as Saturday morning that, from my opinion, weren't Saturday morning. They mm. were Sunday morning cartoons. And because they were Sunday morning cartoons, I discredited them from being on my list. Nickelodeon, you know what you fucking did. All right? Don't fucking try to talk to me like you don't know what you did. <laughs> Nickelodeon's like, you know what, guys? We fucking can't do after-school cartoons. The best we have right now is Eureka's Castle. You know, we're going to throw that shit on the air at nauseum. And then we're going to go ahead and rope in some of the preteens with Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts. We're going to do yep. that. But we're not going to try to compete with the cartoons until fucking Sunday, where if you're home from church, you're going to watch Doug, Rugrats, Red and Stimpy, and Rocco's Modern Life. That's what you're going to fucking watch. So at the start of my list, everybody, at the very bottom, my do, do not count list, I put the Sunday morning, at least when they aired for me, the Sunday morning Nickelodeon cartoon shows, Doug, Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy. Um, I will also throw one more on that list that was one of my absolute favorite cartoons, but never really aired on TV. And that was a little show called Dino Riders. All right. For those oh, of man. you that's, who, just, that's awesome. Oh, probably first off, the, the top two toys I've ever had growing up as a kid were Dino Riders. Yep. Uh, and for anybody who's never really heard of the show Dino Riders, because a lot of it were like direct to VHS. And that was really Tycho's way of trying to, like, let's see if we can amp up the kids buying these fucking toys. Yeah, the, the VHS apes came with the toys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and for this show, everybody, aliens and future humans travel back in time to Earth. The aliens enslave dinosaurs by putting brain traps on them. And then the humans have, like, this communicative, like, amulet that they wear where they kind of mental telepathy with the dinosaurs and then they fucking arm them with gigantic battle packs and then they go to war great great cartoon show but again not on my list as one of the regular columns because did not quite uh fall under the the criteria we had here but honorable mentions i'll start with my my low category my my row g here and these were the ones that if there's absolutely nothing else that i was going to watch or care to watch. It was on in the background, and I catch a few minutes of it. Conan the Barbarian, James Bond Jr., even though that fucking theme song slaps. 
It does slap. It does. We're gonna get into that later. The theme song is the best thing about the show. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only thing that kept it out of the very most bottom yeah. tier. If it had literally any other theme song, yeah. But I'm mm -hmm. with you. It does slap. But yeah. it's a shit show. Totally yeah. shit show. Yeah. Uh, and these were shows that I at least like would slightly pay attention to. I'm not putting the ones that I just didn't watch, right? But these are ones I slightly paid attention to. Uh, the Adventures of Richie Rich. I don't ever know why that was on, but it was on at like 7.30 before school because they had to fill a time slot. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> yeah. It was like a card contractual thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Captain Planet. You know, I always associate Cla Captain Planet with 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday when I was sick and couldn't do anything. It was on. Yeah. So I'd watch that. You um, The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Never did it for me. Um, Pokemon. Never did it for me. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, again, Saturday afternoon at 4.30 after Captain Planet. I'd watch it because I had nothing else to do. You Next, motherfucker. I, I know. <laughs> Next tier, Bobby's World. All right. Respect for Bobby's World. I, I, I always knew Howie Mandel from that show. I always thought it was fucking weird when I'd see him do the voice in person. It's like, how do you do that? Um, Heathcliff. Uh, Hanna-Barbera's Laugh Olympics, which will be the only Hanna-Barbera reference I will have on this list. <laughs> um, Scooby-Doo, Inspector Gadget, Muppet Babies, and then the very short-lived Mega Man cartoon TV show. I don't even remember that. It, it was a Mega Man show. It was not good. It was not good. But because I'm a huge mark for Mega Man, I did watch it. Okay. Respect. They never, yeah, yeah. They, they never gave the bad guys enough credit or, or screen time on that show. Getting into some more interesting stuff that you want. Um, DuckTales. This is the next tier. This is my tier E. DuckTales, Tailspin, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles, and then uh, shout out to Looney Tune Adventures. Um, the Disney cartoon shows were always my my weekday shows and i always kind of grouped them together i always enjoyed them damn near times love them but there was always a place for them in my hierarchy and it was really at this point there were shows that i definitely listed above that getting into d we're going to start chewing on some stuff a little bit better giggity thank you um tiny tune adventures animaniacs one that none of you guys really had on your lists that I thought was a great show, Mask. Oh, another no, one that no. was. Uh, I, was I wasn't a fan. That's why not I a fan. But I did have the uh, van from Mask as a kid. Yeah. That was a huge accessory. As like that's what the GI Joes would blow up first. Whenever yeah. something would happen, it was the van from Mask. Yeah, keep going. Um, Silverhawks, The Tick, Eek the Cat. Loved Eek the Cat. One of the greatest jokes in all of cart in all of Saturday morning was Eek dating a fat cat. <laughs> She's and, fat. Really? Oh, I never really, I never really noticed. Yeah, really? You sure about that? Really? Just kept saying it over and over again. Every single time they mentioned how fat his girlfriend it's so funny. was, he would just go, Really? I don't see it. Just, <laughs> just fucking great. Um, and then Batman Beyond, which I only have at this tier D just because. I associate Batman Beyond way more with Batman the Animated Series because it is a logical extension, even though it's a different show. But I put Batman Beyond there. Tier C, this is my third place tier. 
Uh, these are the action figure shows, which all have a very special place in my heart. Uh, Transformers, He-Man, the real Ghostbusters, Voltron, Thundercats, G.I. Joe. Loved, loved, loved those, uh, those shows. And even particular, loved the action figures that came with it. Now we're getting a lot more selective. You know, I kind of glutted the pyramid here near the bottom just because I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoon shows. Mm -hmm. It's hard to really kind of weigh them down. But the top two tiers are really the important ones, the ones yeah. that I just would not miss. Of course. Tier B, our second place, would be X-Men the Animated Series, which Jones, for a long time, for a long time, was your ringtone, as did you, you know. Did you just say in the, in, the, in the second tier? Only two cartoons made the first tier because I couldn't otherwise put like seven or eight at the top. I just kind of felt like I had to, I had That's to a cop out. That. I, no, That's a cop out. Fuck you, it's a cop out. I'm not going to sit there and give everybody a fucking participation trophy. <laughs> oh, there boy. were two cartoons that dominated my life growing up. These were right below that in terms of dom dominating my life. All right. Okay. X-Men, the animated series, Spider-Man, uh, Batman, the animated series, and then Transformers Beast Wars. Absolutely fucking loved all of those shows. I just, I just, I just gonna go ahead and say the fucking audacity of you. I could, <laughs> the fucking audacity of you. <laughs> like the idea. I'm blown away. Yeah, like blown away. The idea that you put some of, I mean, I can understand that they're my favorite shows, like near the bottom of your list. I, I can understand that. And the fact that you flat out disqualified Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which I will go into very loudly during my list, is a fucking thing. But how dare you? Just go ahead and those three put John shows... Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper in that show and be just as fucking good. Listen, don't tempt me. All right? I got. Sometimes I have time at 2 o'clock in the morning. I can edit some shit. Okay? I know you do. But, I've seen it. Yes. But some of it's, a lot of it's been hidden from the internet so you don't lose your job. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Very, very true. Smart. Very, very true. But the fuck? I'm just... I just get... Go. Go. Because I'm, I'm going to have okay. a small aneurysm with your list. Keep going. And then... <laughs> And then, and then at the top, and then at the top, these were my favorite two shows. I wanted to put like five or six here, but I just thought to myself, look, I gotta, I have to start somewhere, and then I'm picking and choosing between Ghostbusters and X-Men or Spider-Man or something, you know, and I just didn't want to like have 15 in the first tier and then like three in the second, right? So the top two shows, my absolute favorites, I never fucking miss them. And I know one of them you guys are going to fucking lambaste me for. And that's mm -hmm. fine. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which you will not lambaste me on because that was the fucking just pinnacle of our childhood. Uh, and Garfield and Friends. I don't fucking care what any one of you want to say about Garfield and Friends. All right? I don't care. I love Garfield so much. I never miss that show. Saturday morning... From 9 to 10 was Garfield and Friends on ABC. And then at 10 o'clock, it switched over to Fox because that's when they had Ninja Turtles on. That was the block. That was the two-hour part that I absolutely had to watch. Was, was uh, Garfield and Friends from 9 to 10 and then Ninja Turtles from 10 to 11. And then I keep it on Fox because that would give me the opportunity to get into Spider-Man and X-Men, hopefully before my brother woke up. Now, fortunately, my brother liked X-Men. So I would be able to kind of keep that on at 1130 before we had to switch over to college football pregame. Um, 
because my brother was was is nine years older than me, so he was just paying attention to different things than I was really at that time. But <clears throat> those were the those were the top two for me, and it's not to discredit X Men or Spider Man or Batman. I just didn't want to have ten at my top, which is why those were on the next tier, and then Transformers, He Man, Ghostbusters, Voltron, Thundercats, GI Joe. I mean, really, tiers A, B, and C for me were the were the favorites of my childhood growing up. So. I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, part of your list I absolutely adore. Not even because I agree with a placement or not, because you gave some great logic. Um, the other part of your list, I would choke out in a CD bathroom <laughs> in the house and leave there. But that's why we're friends. You probably have for Bobby's World, I feel. I feel yeah. Like you probably have choked out somebody in a CD Waffle House bathroom in Kentucky. Not saying anything bad about Waffle Houses in Kentucky. I have frequented a number of Waffle Houses in Kentucky, and they're fantastic. But you get the idea. Yeah, using some of those shitty Happy Meal toys that came out with Bobby's World when they didn't have anything better to do in that, that summer of 1991. It was always one of the barometers, too, as to how good or bad a... a, a cartoon show was where are you going to go to mcdonald's every week to get the happy meal toy you know? <laughs> um there is one show there, there is one show that i left off the list that if i was to have a list of shows that were just you know in hindsight looking back was garbage that i was still kind of sort of into because you know you had a little break there in transformers toys and they were the knockoff transformers but it would Go be bots. GoBots. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I look back on some of the stuff with GoBots, especially, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I think I was desperate <laughs> for content. You know, I was, I was, it was definitely one of those things I had a fix that I needed. I was definitely blowing mm -hmm. some old guy in an alley in the background for some coke, <laughs> just for a bump, <laughs> you know, just to <laughs> see an airplane transform into a robot or a motorcycle transform into a robot. Fucking leader one instead of Optimus Prime. Fuck you. All right. Yeah, the Kmart Transformers, as Kevin Smith has called it. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. But and, all right, and Doc. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, sir. I'm up. Okay. Uh, so, um, so I, I made my as the first person who threw my list into the, the ether for you guys to you did a little bit. Um, and I, as I was making the list, I was meant. I was going to go through and put all these shows on, but I'm like, you know, like if it's a tier list, I can't put everything on there. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be a, a lot too much. And it's like, I felt like the qualifiers for me, whether or not you made the list wasn't like whether I liked you or not necessarily, because there's a ton of cartoons I didn't put on here that I love, that I absolutely love, but mm -hmm. every tier is a snippet, right? Like the, the only tier that probably, is unchanged and I wouldn't add much more to it is like the top. Like, I feel like that's like, that's, those are my favorite ever. I can't imagine anything else really matching them, but everything else, honestly, I could probably plug in another seven or eight cartoons on every single tier. Uh, mm -hmm. cause there's just a ton. Uh, I mean, just audible mentions to anything book with television on MTV, you know, that wasn't Saturday morning or anything like that, but that shit was really good. Uh, or Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy and real monsters and, all sorts of really cool cartoons that I enjoyed, but uh, and for the record, uh, uh, for the audience uh, who were not privy to the conversation before we started recording, uh, Mr. Brown here gave me shit for the list that I sent because it didn't <laughs> match his preconceived goddamn notions of what it should look like in today's society. 
And when I tried to explain to him, it's because the app wouldn't let me fucking do it. He still judged me a little bit more, but that's... Oh, yes. So what, he, I, uh, what, what, what I did... What I referring did, to... Yeah, Yeah, please, if you want to educate... No, he's referring to the fact that, uh, that those, when we did it, we agreed to do a tier list. Those of us that have seen the fucking meme before knew that it started with an S, but Doc used an app that wouldn't let him do that. So, uh, so what he's doing is explaining to you why his list begins with an A. Yeah, uh, and if however, you, and I will explain to you what I did on my list, my actual physical list. I actually scratched everything up and re rearranged it so that I could have everything that I needed. And I, so and basically, I will, I will, everything goes from it goes from F to S, the way I wanted well, it to go. If, well, let me just go ahead and just kind of say real fast though. That, so that is completely excusable. And, and I, I appreciate you taking the time for that. Uh, Mac, who I swear to God did his list about 30 seconds before we started recording. He sent me a paper list. Off, it doesn't matter. First off, fuck each and every one of you. This is what I'm going to say about that. First off, Jones, fucking, <laughs> I, got, I got A, all right? My top tier is A. I'm going with you. I'm too fucking stupid, everybody, to have figured out what they use to actually put their list together. So I'm online trying to uh, put stuff together on a fucking website and just like monkeys humping a football. I couldn't figure it out. It just, there was no place to put the dick. You know, I couldn't figure out how to finish. And I just said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going lo-fi. <laughs> I'm just going to send everybody the list that I actually wrote down that I was going to put into the tier. Now, as we go ahead and develop and release this, um, there will probably be a digital list that matches Noah's and Jeff's and Jones's. Um, but um, I couldn't figure out what to do. I'm like, I'm texting Noah, because Noah, you will back me up on this. I'm yes. going sidebar. Noah, how, what did you guys use? And he's like, well, Mac, I'm a digital snob, and I didn't want to use an app. I just created my own thing. And I'm like, I don't have fucking time for that right now. So. I, did, I did mine in PowerPoint. Yeah. yeah. Photoshop um, for me. So. Yeah. No, I, I probably could have used used some of my, my digital graphic tools in that case. But I thought you guys just used an app. Now, I found a website that laid the shit out like you guys displayed it. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what you used. But it didn't have all the all the thumbnail images. No, they're, they're, those are the not intuitive either. Those are not, those are not easy to use things right so like i was trying to find real ghostbusters to put in my tier and i couldn't find it i'm like well what the fuck did everybody use to do this so that was just me being uh technologically stumped everyone so i but, stand but, by my low file list if you go back to the original text message that doc sent out in terms of yep. describing the tiers he said start with s i did and then you yeah. didn't no you know how many text messages ago that was? <laughs> you know how many text messages? We, we, we did go off of the group. I keep, I keep oh, having to boy. go back to like reference all of your lists, and I seriously am scrolling for like 15 minutes <laughs> just to come to Jones's yeah. first picture. And even though Jones put the roles out there, he's still listed A. So I stand by Herb fucking Jones. If you don't stand by Herb Jones, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, technically, they are standing by me because it was my idea. Yeah, and, and, he, and he abandoned the A. Well, yeah, I did we, not abandon we it. We were just time, doing what like, we were told. Every time I changed, it was, it was the only <laughs> app that I found that like matched what I had in my head. And every single time yeah. I changed it, like A to S, the app would just crash. So I was getting so frustrated, like, I'm never going to finish it. So I just yeah, said, fuck just it, I'll just it. Yeah. fix it in post. So that's, that's what we're fucking doing. So get off oh. my goddamn back. <laughs> 
Anyhow. Why don't you why don't you start <laughs> slathering the saucy yeah, lights all over? Please fill our ears with some cartoon <laughs> glory. All right, so here's the deal. So my F tier, which is also get the fuck out of here tier, mm. uh, is James Bond Jr. because that show fucking sucked. But the music, I mean, you guys can have the opinion that it fucking slapped. I mean, we're all, t- we're, you know, we can have our opinions. It was okay, I guess. The only reason it's even on the fucking list, and this is like list of, of cartoons that like were on, I absolutely paid no attention to. It was like getting my coat on. I'm about to go out the door. It's on TV. I'm still going out the door, you know? Um, but the show sucked. So it, but it, it, it deserves to get some, some infamy from me. Uh, Fantastic Four, because uh, that cartoon also sucked. It was not good. There was nothing redeemable about it. The intro sucked. The outro sucked. The acting sucked. The story sucked. Um, Are you sure you're not talking about all the movies too, Jones? I'm, I'm, ra- it's all, I'm blanket <laughs> statement. It's all generalization at this point. Man. Marvel, um, it's not like you have a, a high bar you have to clear when you make your Fantastic Movie Four movie Marvel, but the fucking pressure's on. Let's just put right. it that way. Oof. So, um, and then like, where on the where on earth is Carmen Sandiego? Because I have a love hate relationship with that cartoon. I hated it, but I would always watch it. I just I just really dug it, but I hated the fact that I liked it so much. <laughs> Uh, and, and I think the intro was fucking fantastic. It's just got a good vibe to it. Um, Guys, can I, can I, I, I have a comment, Jones, I have to throw on that Carmen Sandiego show. All right. Sure. Um, I realized when I saw that, Jones, when I saw your list, and I went and I watched mm-hmm. the intro when you guys posted it, and I realized that my love for redheads really started at an early age <laughs> <laughs> because I had weird That's feelings funny. when I saw that again. I was like, oh, she's kind of hot. Oh, well, that that makes sense. That's where this my, came from. That's where this came from, is. right? So, my beautiful, wonderful, darling Stephanie, um, your genesis may have originated in the female lead character of Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego. There you go. Damn. Um, so, next is the E tier, which is like you know we're scraping the bowl here, but not quite as bad as the F tier. Uh, we're gonna go with Iron Man because. That cartoon also sucked. Terrible. But didn't suck nearly as bad as Fantastic Four. Mm-mm. And the only redeemable, redeemable quality that show ever, ever had was the second version of the intro, which was a fucking banger of a fucking song. Um, Silverhawks, 1986, man. Like, along with, like, Danger Mouse and, and Count Duckula, I have so many memories of the intro to this show before I knew what it was. Like, I went back years ago and looked up old 80s cartoons, like, you know, just looking up stuff, and I'm like, Silverhawks, I remember this. It's weird how the brain works. I remember the song, I remember the imagery, but this show is like, I was like, you know, four years old when this came out, so we're talking lit, you know, barely a fucking human being, practically. Uh, And then Voltron. Uh, I was never a huge fan of Voltron, uh, I would watch Voltron because Voltron was on, and a lot of my friends like Voltron, but I feel like no one really likes Voltron. Not really. It's, it's, the, intro like to, it's the intro to anime. It's true. Uh, for everybody, and it's and they basically have taken the premise since then, and I wouldn't say perfected it, because there's nothing perfect about that premise, no. but improved it with various other things, like Power Rangers and generally God anything else. But yeah, I feel you on that. So, yeah. um... I, I completely disagree with your assessment on that, Jones, respectively, of course. Um, 
But I want to throw this out here to you guys because I learned this as an adult. First off, a, a huge Voltron fan that I am. Fucking love Voltron. Uh, I've got the Voltron Lego set, right? You know, that they came out with a couple years ago. But did you build it? It's two and a half feet tall. Jeff, so no. There's nowhere to fucking put it. There is nowhere to put it. All right. I will say the same thing to each of you that I say to Stephanie. I will fucking build it. And then I will leave it to you to find a place to put it when I do. And you don't want that to happen. Um, but did you know that the Voltron cartoon that we got was an edited version of the original Voltron cartoon? And that the real version anime that aired in Japan has fucking sex scenes and swearing and horrible violence and everything else. Did not know, but I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking what we got was a very G watered down version of what that show actually is. I have not been privileged to see what the original is. I don't know for the sake of my childhood that I want to, but um yeah that was a very chopped show that uh, that we got as a result i can just picture an american programming executive like it's saturday night he's doing a bunch of cocaine in his office with a secretary on his lap and voltron comes on and some chicks being choked in japanese while she getting railed he's like yeah this will be good for kids this will be great for kids let's just let's just cut this down we'll cut it on the dick and we'll put it on for kids it'll be great that seems like a very cocaine thing to do <laughs> Doc, keep going. Uh, so yeah, uh, now we're in the D list. Uh, we're, we're getting a little better now. Um, I only put like four shows in this. So Little Dracula, uh, which in retrospect, I feel like should have been lower on the list. But I think the reason I put it so high is because I had some, I had a very warm affinity for that show. I had a couple of the action figures, I had a couple of the comics. Like I. I like Little Dracula, but I went back and watched an episode and doing the research. Like I, I went on YouTube, so show sucked. <laughs> it was not good, but I was nine, so fuck it, whatever, you know. Um, Bobby's World, which probably should be higher, but I'm sticking with D. Bobby's World, I, I adore that cartoon. Uh, it was always the before school show. I would watch right out, the, almost out the door. Um, I love. Uh, I mean, and, and and another one of the pieces of criteria for all the different cartoons that I did choose was like, it left an imprint on me, like something that I still think about to this day, something that stayed with me, right? So, don't you know, you know, there mm-hmm. now then, don't yeah, you know, Bobby. every fucking person who was born between like 1979 or so, and like 19-fucking-90 like has a Bobby's a Martha reference in them somewhere. Because it was such a well-executed uh, character. And uh, Uncle Ted, you know, that'll sting. That's going to leave a mark. Everybody fucking <laughs> says that. And they mm-hmm. got it from Uncle fucking Ted. Uh, but the sh- I thought the show was really, really fun. Um, Spider-Man, uh, the animated series, was not a huge fan of it. But I would watch it because there were crossovers. And I enjoyed the fact that there were crossovers. Um, Heathcliff, which, which I found out during my research, came out. Uh, October 15th, 1984, which is pretty fucking cool. It was a day before my birthday and a day after Max. Uh, so I didn't realize that show was so damn old, actually. Um, and looking and watching a couple episodes back on YouTube, I realized that Heathcliff is a G. I didn't realize that he was. He's a fucking pimp, honestly. Um, <laughs> so now we're into the C- we're into the C tier. And Danger Mouse, which is old as shit. That, that cartoon came out in 1981. 
uh, which is probably why it's some of my earliest memories of cartoons. Uh, I love British, old British cartoons like Danger Mouse, uh, Count Docula, good stuff. He-Man, which we went into grand detail in the archives during the Masters of the Universe. We did went over some of the history of He-Man. We're not going to do that today, but uh, huge fan of the toys. Moss Man, Beast Man, the whole nine. That was my jam. Uh, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, um, Tailspin, you know, that whole, like, really that whole block of after-school Disney cartoons on Fox was, like, clutch. You know, your goof troops and, and even that stupid Aladdin show that no one really liked. Yeah, they, had, the, they had a place. With, with yeah. a great value, Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All of them yes. except for gummy bears were, were okay. Fuck, never watched Jones. that shit. <laughs> Jones, when in your life yes. did you realize that Chip and Dale were Indiana Jones and fucking Magnum PI. When did you realize? Uh, never. Today. He was today, today years today old. Years old. <laughs> that blew my mind. Cause I, I obviously as a kid, you never put that together, but yeah. Well, yeah why would I have? <laughs> Chip, is, yeah, Chip is Indiana Jones and Dale is uh, Magnum PI. Oh, that's interesting. That Crazy. So right. onto the gear. Mm -hmm. This is where I, I'm like, I have a lot of positive emotions for a lot of these shows. The Tick. Fuck, that cartoon was so good. That's it. That cartoon was ahead of its time for the age range it was, it was like trying to capture, in my opinion. Um, Deflate a Mouse and Arthur and all those characters were so good. Uh, I feel like The Tick could be a thing now on Adult Swim and be really, really funny. Um, Inspector Gadget which is one of my favorite of all time. It came out in 1982. Didn't realize it was that old. Uh, and I actually, I have a, another connection to this cartoon. Uh, uh, Don West, or Don Adams rather, Don Adams voiced Inspector Gadget. And Don Adams is Maxwell Smart from Get, Get Smart. Smart. And when I was a kid, Get Smart was probably my favorite TV show at, of all time on Nick at Night. Like, I loved Get Smart. And then I, when I realized when I was really young, I put two and two together when I started reading the ending credits awesome. shows and I mm -hmm. caught his name and I went, Don Adams. Is that the Don? And then I'm like, that is Inspector Gadget. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it was really cool. Um, it actually makes Inspector Gadget is a good show on its own. But yeah. once you realize essentially that it's just Get Smart marketed to kids, it's, it's genius. <laughs> which is because uh, the show, the very one of the first mentions, uh, Get Smart is a Mel Brooks creation. So, mm -hmm. so the idea that it is, it is in, uh, if so facto, uh, a variation of a Mel Brooks creation. I mean, I got to show love to Inspector Gadget in that regard. Yes. Yeah. So you got Thundercats, which I, it's high on the list only because I have fond memories of it, but I don't know how much I actually watched it as a kid. I, I feel like there's some cartoons that you, you feel like you watch, mm -hmm. but you're not 100% sure that you watched, or did you watch it with like an older cousin? You're not really sure, but. Thundercats is on that list. Uh, 1985, which is so fucking old. Uh, then we got Count Duckula, which I love Count Duckula. Almost all of my entire heart. Count Duckula, also a comic book character, uh, was just so well done, so fun. British comedy is the best comedy. I love the, the irony of the character. Like, I don't know if you guys watched the intro lately, but it's so fun. Like, so, so few cartoons do that now where like the intro explains everything. And that show explained everything you needed to know in like a minute and, and ten seconds of the mm -hmm. who Count Duckula was, why he is what he is. Uh, Igor and, and Nanny and all those characters are so awesome, so fun. 
Then we get DuckTales, which is still, should be probably S tier, but it's not S tier. There's only room for a couple of S tiers. Uh, and uh, DuckTales is definitely a B tier cartoon. And honestly, just because you're B tier doesn't mean you're bad. You know, mm-hmm. B tier is excellent. Like Mac was saying, B tier is good. That's a, that's a good place to be. Um, so now we're going to the A tier. Um, and it's, I almost didn't put Looney Tunes on this because I felt like that wasn't fair. But I watched a lot, like most kids watched a ton of Looney Tunes growing up. And I couldn't tell you if it was before school, after school, Saturday morning cartoons. I just, I know I watched it a lot. And some of my favorite cartoon memories are associated with Daffy and Bugs and Elmer and all the different characters. Uh, the uh, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner and Sylvester and Tweety and all those great characters. Uh, so I feel like they just get their own little cat in a little spot, Looney Tunes. You, you what, know, what, Jones, what can I say? Jones, mm-hmm. I, will, I will put Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote to this day on their own merit as some of the greatest we'll ever see. Yeah. That yeah. shit still Classic. makes me laugh. Okay. Okay. It's still funny. It's still rabbit season, laugh. duck season, rabbit season, duck season, duck season. Everybody knows that joke. And it's still fucking funny. It still slaps. It's because it's, mm-hmm. it's excellent. It's just some yeah. it's mm-hmm. timeless. It's try not to use that word too much, but it Looney Tunes. But it's but it is. It, it it's probably out of all the cartoons on all of our lists, it's probably the only one that truly is, honestly. <laughs> no. Um so there's Darkwing Duck, which is fucking Darkwing Goddamn Duck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so fucking good. Uh, but I, I just want you to know, Matt, that I'm with you on this. Uh, that Garfield and Friends is my is in my A tier list because Garfield and Friends is fucking fantastic. Some just great jokes that adults can appreciate, kids can appreciate. Uh, just just a great show all around. Um, I was what six years old when that show came out, so just old enough to appreciate it. Uh, and it was on CBS Saturday morning, so it was definitely a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, but let's get to the S tier, and I'm I'm trying to I was trying to make my list kind of quick, so I don't want to take too much time on everything. But uh, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on many of these, with the exception of one. Ninja Turtles, um, <laughs> fucking Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fucking Ninja Turtles. I, I'm not even going to say much beyond that because it's it's the Ninja Turtles. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, I remember watching that the first time, and I didn't realize cartoons could be so serious. I didn't realize cartoons could be so so emotional, so moody. Uh, and to this day, if I catch something, like I will watch a Batman cartoon. I will sit and watch an episode of that because the show was fantastic. And interestingly enough, there's only two seasons of it. Yeah. Just two. Right? I mean, there's a ton of episodes, but there's only two seasons. It felt like it went on way longer than it did. Oh yeah, like it was, it was like it was on for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jones, did you get involved? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, brother, because we are here. The number one, the ace number one, Coon Boon from my list, is the single greatest cartoon of all time, the X Men animated series. And I'm gonna real quick. The only cartoon I'm gonna have like even like a two minute sidebar about because it's super important to me. Um, the show's really good. Right uh, by itself, it's yeah. good, right? Um, but the reason it's good to me, on top of the fact that it's by itself good, is my dad and I didn't do a lot of things together, lived in the same house, but he had a lot of interest that I just wasn't interested in. Uh, we'd go to movies together. If I want to see a movie, he'd take me. But that was like 
that's really it. Outside of like me holding a flashlight while he fixed things in the house and him yelling at me about not holding the flashlight high enough. That was like the extent mm. of like our like hanging out. But when the X-Men came out and I being a huge comic book fan at the age of 10 years old and a big X-Men fan at the age of 10, I was so pumped for this prospect. And so the show came out and I remember I recorded it. I was so excited and the, the VCR in the living room. I wanted to watch because I was like, I was, I was hooked on the idea that this could be a really good show. And I'd learned how to really use the VCR properly. <laughs> uh, and I recorded the episode and I loved it. Night of the Sentinels, loved it. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I bet my dad would like this. So I, it took me probably days of bugging him about it to just sit down for 20 some minutes and just watch this episode with me. And he agreed to, begrudgingly. And I know he didn't want to, but I'm his only son. Sure, I'll sit with you. So he sat in the fucking recliner. I sat on the couch. I pressed play. The show was over. And he just like, I'm, he's like, look at me. And he goes, so that's every Saturday? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's every Saturday. He goes, you're going to record it again? I'm like, I am. And he was hooked on this show. And that's awesome. the thing that we, he that's and I really did. Awesome. We would watch the ex. We watched every episode, every season, and only one time that I missed recording it. He got pissed at me because I didn't record it. That's how I knew he was in it. He got verbally angry. He's like, "What do you mean you didn't record it? Like I forgot, you know, something. It was my sister's prom or something, and I just didn't fucking record it. And he got pissed at me like it was my fault. But anyhow, uh, I have just such a such a just affinity for the show, everything about it. I even have the history of the book. The book is excellent. I highly recommend checking out. The X-Men animated series. It's a really great read. A lot of great, cool um, original artwork. Um, but yeah, that's what, that is my S here. X-Men the animated series is the is my greatest cartoon of all time. Nicely done. Nice Good list. Choice. Nice list. Nice list. Jafar, do you want to go? Sure, I'll go. So uh, my list goes from S tier down to F tier. A couple things I excluded. Uh, anything that I thought was shit. I didn't have a shit category. <laughs> I just didn't even bother to put it on the list. I also didn't include a lot of the things that I watched as a young adult. So mm -hmm. like Dragon Ball Z, uh, stuff I was watching on Adult Swim, Star Wars, Clone mm -hmm. Wars, that kind of stuff that came in my later yeah, teen years and, er, and early adult years. So I didn't count anything there. So I'll start at the bottom with my F tier. Uh, first, I have Wacky Races, which I think could have been swapped out with Anything that Hanna Barbera put out at the at that like time, Laugh Olympics, like Laugh Olympics yeah. Wacky Races, even Johnny Quest and Herculoids and all those oh, were sort of in the same sort of category. Kung Fu, Fui, or, yeah, but, yeah, Hong Kong Fui and Top Hong Cat, Fui, and yes, Jabberjaw and McGilla Gorilla and the whole gang. Uh, next, I had Looney Tunes. These these ones in the F tier are, are ones that I watched, but I wasn't like emotionally invested. Um, mm -hmm. So Looney Tunes. Gargoyles, which I remember watching, mm. but I don't really remember a lot about it. Uh, right. The Tick, I didn't watch a lot of The Tick. I watched, you know, watched it here and there. And then uh, Inspector Gadget was one of those that I would just watch it because it was on. But I wasn't like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. Uh, next is the E tier uh, stuff. I was a little more into, but not like, oh shit, I gotta watch this all the time. So I have Bobby's World. I have GI Joe, which I love the toys, but. I remember watching G.I. Joe a lot, but I don't remember anything about G.I. Joe other than the characters. Like, I don't remember any of the stories. I remember the, 
stupid fucking PSAs that they started putting at the end because <laughs> because that was the way to get around the critics that were trying to shut down Saturday morning cartoons because knowing is half the battle. Was, yeah, because That's it was right. too directed at advertising to kids to get them to influence their parents to buy shit, uh, which as a marketer, like is super interesting to me, the science of all that. Uh, but it's pretty fucked up when you think about what they were doing in terms <laughs> cool. of uh, what they were digging into our brains to get us to be like, buy more cereal, buy more toys. Well, but it, it fucking worked because we're talking about it 20 years later, right? Well, real quick right. too, Jeff, you know, um, Jones didn't work at the toy store with us. Although like, it always feels like you were there, Jones, even though you weren't, you know? In spirit, yeah. you were. Yeah, that's right. But like... <laughs> You know, those of us, me, Noah, and Jeff, all worked at Toys R Us together. That's that's really how we know each other, you know. And um, we grew up in the age when the toy store was king, and it yep. was because of these Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. You know, every you put a new character in the show so you could create an action figure. You create a new vehicle yep. in the show so you could have a new toy to sell, and you know it was massive. It's probably one of the things that drew me to working at the toy store that got me to get to know you guys in the first place. You know, um, I, I have in, in as, as smart as, as you said, Jeff, as a marketing person that you pay attention to that. Um, yeah, it fucking worked, but you know what? I, I like that. It did like, I'm fine with, with that. Cause going to the toy store as a kid was one of those great experiences that you had as well. Yeah. And there, there's like, certain, there's a lot of toys that I remember that were based off cartoons that I don't remember the cartoon. Like one thing, specifically that stands out vividly as a kid is the centurions so there were three guys um, in the centurions one was blue one was green one was yellow and there were three of us me and my two brothers so that was an easy thing that they could be like okay you each get one right and so i remember the three of us playing with those toys for a ridiculous long amount of time but then I go back and watch the cartoon. I was like, this is fucking trash. <laughs> like, it's so bad. <laughs> but for some reason, like we wanted to you remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So so it worked. Uh, but to finish out uh, the E column is Silverhawks, uh, Muppet Babies and Ed, Ed and Eddie from Cartoon uh -huh. Network. Mm. And, and there's like my list is pretty broad. I have, I have five cartoons in each tier. And they sort of run across the gamut of what was on Fox and what was on Disney and what was on Nickelodeon and what was on Cartoon Network, which, you know, really sort of spun off in the 90s or so. Um, so for the D tier, I have uh, Darkwing Duck. I have Garfield and Friends. I, I did love Garfield. Uh, just not as I didn't put it as high as you other guys did. Um, Rugrats, which... Uh, was way ahead of its time for sure and made you care about babies for some reason <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know captain planet and uh one of my favorite when i was going back through the list and figuring out the cartoons that i like two stupid dogs was a cartoon that i remember watching a lot but i sort of forgot about as an adult yeah. um so it was fun reminiscing about that you, you had something to say dave sorry i was gonna say you know rugrats and, and again, I, I don't say this in terms of trying to disrespect Rugrats because I, I do, especially at this stage, understand how just massive that show was for so many people. It did nothing for me. Like it was the filler between Doug and Ren and Stimpy or Doug and Rocco's Modern Life and then Ren and Stimpy. It was yeah. the show that I watched because I had to get from point A to point B. 
Um, I just Tommy Pickles and company just, you know, didn't I, I do didn't, it for you. I didn't do it for me. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, in my C tier. So I have He-Man, uh, Batman Beyond, Doug, which you ju- just mentioned. Another Nickelodeon sort of underdog was Ah Real Monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one in the C tier is one of the most underrated Cartoon Network cartoons, SWAT Cats, the Radical SWAT <laughs> Cats. <that> cartoon. <laughs> nope. Fuck you, Dave. Look, I remember SWAT Cats, and all I remember about SWAT Cats is me watching going, what the fuck is SWAT Cats? <laughs> it's, it's two cats who by day are mechanics and by night fly fighter yeah, jets. They fly fighter jets. And fight yeah. Neither of which yeah. things happen as a member of the SWAT task force. No. In anything, true. so... That works out. That was, and they're always always being undermined by that goddamn Commander Farrell. That's uh, right. It's a cat pun, <laughs> Farrell. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, in my B tier, uh, that's when I started getting into more Nickelodeon stuff. Um, but I had Dexter's Laboratory, which was my favorite. And you know, when when Cartoon Networks went down that path of trying to you know drive more stuff because they. But prior to that, they were playing a lot of old like Hanna Barbera stuff. Yeah, they were basically um, the Hanna Barbera network. Yeah, so they leaned heavy into like Dexter's Laboratory and Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, and Cow and Chicken, and Cat Dog, and a bunch of other shit. Um, but Dexter, I think, was my favorite of that bunch. Um, I have Tailspin in my B tier, Transformers in my B tier, and uh, Jones. You were talking about watching cartoons with your dad. Uh, two of my dad's favorite yeah. cartoons are the next two in my B, t- B tier, which are Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy. Mm. Uh, that was that. Those cartoons. were shows that we watched as a family, not just me and my brothers, which uh, was a cool experience. And to see my dad laugh at the same stupid jokes on Ren and Stimpy that I was laughing at was like it was. Do you remember game. when Ren and Stimpy just got real dark for that one episode that yeah. like made no sense as a child? <laughs> yeah. Do you know they what I'm talking about? The black hole <laughs> and it gets really creepy. No, 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 no. no, no Are you no. thinking about Space Madness, there, Noah? Yeah. No, although that Space no. Madness has one of the greatest things in the history of animation mm-hmm. in it. But it's the episode where they were doing the fan mail, and, I, and Stimpy was getting more fan mail than Ren. Yeah. Do you remember mm-hmm. how fucking weird that episode was? It was oh, new no. on Snick, and I remember sitting watching, it going, "This is, this is not the creepy normal." Shots of Ren, like, like a Stimpy, like made like a Ren made a Stimpy, like robot that he hid in. It was all fucked up and like gangly, and like it, it, yeah. it was such a twisted fucking episode. I feel like I became a young adult in that episode. <laughs> it changed me a little bit. But you didn't believe me. Well, I didn't Why didn't you believe me? Goddamn. That's, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That show had no business being on None. for kids no. in oh, the morning absolutely. at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember like a couple years after I would watch it in the morning, it was on MTV at like 11.30 after Beavis and Butthead. And I'm like, this fits, I think, more. Yeah, like mm-hmm. whole, they're like, that, no, it's on at 4 o'clock on Nickelodeon. That, that whole <laughs> fucking bit of Space Madness when you know there's the history eraser button mm-hmm. and he's like he gives stimpy the job ren gives stimpy the job to guard the history eraser button and he's like what does it do that's just it we don't know <laughs> and then like the fucking then the fucking announcer 
like just starts like doing that end of the episode tune in next week thing where he's like look at it ren the big shiny button shiny button and yeah. and, and like amazing. and like he's like can he hold out folks will he hold out and he's like holding stimpy's face <laughs> next to the button like stretching his <laughs> eyeballs open and like he's smacking his ass on stimpy's head to knock his head mm -hmm. into the his cheeks and they oh, can God. he hold out folks will he hold out <laughs> and then stippy just goes no you know we should just cover red and stippy at some point because that show deserves more recognition we'll do, and, we'll it, definitely... and it had some of the most like memorable vignettes in it like log yeah. and powder toast man yes. the electric fence yes, yeah so yeah i but... had I, all great stuff. So they had a soundtrack for Red and Stimpy, and my sister thought as like one of the first like CDs to buy me was the Red and Stimpy soundtrack. And so I could sing to you the Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman <laughs> like verbatim right now if you told me to. I could because I just listen to that album all the time. And um, you're right; it had some great fucking things. But there's no way like a six or seven or eight year old should have been watching that show, man. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my A tier uh, consists of Spider-Man, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, mm -hmm. Thundercats, The Real Ghostbusters, and Tiny Toon Adventures, which I fucking so loved, good. loved, so loved good, that dude. show yeah. as a kid. Um, and then rounding out the S tier, the upper echelon of cartoons, I'll read my top five backwards. Uh, five would be DuckTales. Mm, number sorry. four is Animaniacs, which even today still holds up so hilarious, well. incredible. Um, it's so good, and the reboot that they did uh, on Hulu is is quite good as well. It is excellent. Uh, Ninja Turtles, obviously, Batman the Animated Series, obviously, and number one, fucking X Men. <laughs> I mean, goddamn blessed. Yeah, what else can you say? No, nope. about that. that was that was like, and I mean. Yeah, I was a comic book kid, but like there were so many characters, but that cartoon was like one of the biggest cartoons I remember as a kid that made you actually like care about the characters mm -hmm. and like, everybody. And you're so like invested. You feel so invested because there were a lot of like longer miniseries within the overarching show. Yep. It was so fucking good. Well, it was incredible. So good. You know, you you look at those shows that they did, and 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 it's very difficult for me to separate the three, to separate X Men, Batman, and Spider Man, because they were all made similarly. You know, you you had those crossovers between X Men and Spider Man. You know, Spider Man was the first one to really kind of bring in some of those other heroes. Uh, that's where I first like met Blade. You know, I love the episode when like Spider-Man and Wolverine fought each other. You know, like all that yep. stuff is great, right? But like when you look back on that for our generation, regardless of the movies, regardless of your comic book love and everything, the seminal representation of those characters that all of us see is the, is from those three shows. You know, it yeah. it it was genre breaking, it was groundbreaking. They they did the storyline so well. I mean, I always like to joke with you guys when we talk about X Men and especially Phoenix. The only fucking people that ever got Phoenix right was this show. Yep. It's like just go back and watch the animated series, guys, and do that, and your movie won't suck. Yeah. 
but no, you're not going to do that. But it, they're, they're, they're all just so, they were all just so perfectly done. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm glad that Disney's bringing it back. Yes, for so sure. We got Mr. Brown here. Yep. Let's yeah. round it out. Let's round it out here. So I'll, I'll slap through this so we can wrap up the episode here. But I did an S through F here. But I also did something a little extra. I did it. Uh, well, let me tell you why. I used the C tier right in the middle as like a baseline middle versus shows I like. I didn't necessarily feel emotionally connected to them, but I like them just fine. So everything above C, B, A, and S, I have loved more and had more of an emotional connection to. And things below C were like I liked maybe decreasingly amount to the bottom being F, which was things I would watch if they were on, but I didn't really give a shit about uh, or didn't really like them. But I did start with a trash level of shows that I just wanted to call out on the sh- on the podcast real fast for being absolute garbage. And I'm going to start off with fucking Street Sharks. <laughs> fucking Street Sharks is garbage. If you were associated with garbage, uh, if you made Street Sharks, you're garbage. And if you like Street Sharks, you're also garbage. So <laughs> what if you just, were in a sh- oh, what if you were in a Street Sharks uh, toy commercial? Does that make you garbage? You're talking about Vin Diesel. Yeah, I am yeah, talking yeah. about Vin Diesel. He's very garbage too. Uh, He's very garbage. I'll go on a thing here and just call him a garbage person. Even though I like the movie The Chronicles of Riddick, everything else, fuck you, Vin Diesel. What about no, any- Fast and the Furious 11 Street Sharks? Oh, man, oh, see, no. that's, that's something that I totally wouldn't see, but I'd allow it to happen. <laughs> uh, I also trash his Snorks, also known as Underwater Smurfs. It's total, total <laughs> garbage. Also, speaking of garbage, is Bonkers. Which was uh, Disney trying to policeify the their already impressive Disney lineup? But uh, for some reason, fashion. like I remember that theme song. Yes, I don't remember you, anything about the it. show, but I remember the theme song. And then you turned it off because the show was garbage. Yeah. Afterward, yeah, and you're like, "Fuck that!" Um, and then lastly, a show that I put in trash because it is trash, and I make no apologies. Is fucking Scooby Doo? Where are you? Fuck you, Scooby Doo. Other than wanting to intensely have sex with Velma and like a lot of weird dark ways and involve a lot of latex <laughs> not interested at all but we're going to come on up with my f tier uh james bond jr great theme song trash rest of the show but if i if it came on today i'd still watch it i hear he chases scum yeah uh he does he does chase scum well that, that guitar uh, that guitar riff though oh it's a banger song it's a banger uh, song it would, doesn't make it okay no it doesn't no, but if we were doing a go. tier list of themes james it would bond be higher jr <laughs> Um, I've got Conan the Adventurer being. Oh, yeah, love that show. Uh, it was, it was. Uh, I just, it, I watched it like all the time, but I, I don't, I didn't really, I don't know why. I think I was just waiting for other stuff to come on. Uh, Marsupilami being oh, very, no. very silly show, but yeah, it's an, it's an F class tier. Again, yeah. your Disney is trying to scrape the barrel, having a couple of hits on their hands. Super Friends F tier. Um, responsible for a lot of people's introduction to comic books. I only uh, tolerated it because it was just so bad. Uh, but I, I loved it. But then you had the Wonder Twins and anything. If I saw the Wonder Twins on, I turned it off. I don't care when it was on or anything. Fucking checking out. And then Gargoyles to me is an F class tier because even though Keith David has a seriously incredibly awesome voice, uh, it always gave me a weird vibe as a kid. And I never really paid attention. That was my time to go get my new toys and play with them while that show was on. And the yeah, background. That, that show, like, if you look at it now, style from a style standpoint, like, it looks great. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. And technically, it's yeah. just such a dark theme. 
and it was such like a weird thing to see that in a Disney show at the time that it was like yeah. it was almost too much, which is why I also had it in my F tier. But I I think it deserves to be on the list overall. Oh, for sure. At least in the conversation. Yeah. Anything from F tier up, even though we may not like it, uh, deserves to be mentioned. We've all mentioned James Bond Jr. to a certain extent. <laughs> even going over so, I mean, it, there's <laughs> like, uh, like Mighty Max doesn't appear on anyone's list in any way. Right? So, you know that James Bond Jr., by the nature of it, is more memorable than Mighty Max. My E tier starts off with Garfield and Friends. I There was a time when it, it fits, and there are some smart jokes. But I was always confused when I was a kid. Am I watching the Garfield part of this? Am I watching the Heathcliff part of this? Uh, and then I would sometimes I would turn on for the actual gangster version of Heathcliff. And it just always confused me. But I still watched it if when it was needed, on. If you need a gangster. Are you selling, are you, Go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say, so you're saying you can't tell orange cats apart? I mean, listen. That's racist. <laughs> wow. Listen, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying they all look alike. But <laughs> listen. That's what I heard. I'm just... <laughs> Listen, we have we have a small, very loyal group of orange cats that listen to the show, Noah. Mm. So choose your words very, very lightly. Shut up carefully here with this. Mm. Um, fuck that cat, man. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. We, <laughs> we, we live with that cat more than you did. Continuing um, on. Uh, He-Man is in my E-list. Uh, I would watch it. But I didn't, uh, again, I was just a little after the He-Man thing. I remember having toys. I remember watching it when it came on. Same with Thundercats. Uh, yeah. I remember it. Uh, just both shows had a lot of muscles uh, and a lot of guys wearing like what would basically, as we know now, would be like very internet-appropriate sex garb uh, while they had feathered hair. So <laughs> sweet, or unless you're Prince Adam, which you got a fucking bob. I don't even understand. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> uh, and then rounding out my E class is the Mortal Kombat TV series Defenders of the Realm, which was, <laughs> was so, bad. so I, bad. I completely purged that from my memory when I saw yes. it on your list. I was like, "Is that a thing?" And then I went back and looked, and I was like, "Oh, that!" <laughs> but at the peak time when Mortal Kombat like two was kicking, dude, and the movie was out. I didn't miss an episode. Just it was and I, every time I watch it, I'm like, I don't like that. That's not any good. I don't think I'm gonna watch it anymore. And I look at the TV watching. guide. I kept watching it because it's fucking Mortal Kombat, right? Speaking of watching it, just because you like the source material, my D list starts off with Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, which was essentially Fat Albert with wrestlers. Yeah. Um, is essentially is what it is. And because at, at any time in an early part of my life, if Vince McMahon said jump, I'd say how high, and I would watch that show. And I did watch that show. Yeah, that, that show falls in the same category as the sports all-stars, which was like Wayne Gretzky and Bo Jackson <laughs> and solving crimes as sports yeah. superstars. I'm like, this makes no sense at all. No nope. trying to sell kids on the trash. branding of people they already know. <laughs> uh, speaking of branding, uh, also in D tiers, Alvin and the Chipmunks, which I thought had its moments as fun. Um, but you know, it, it's what it was, and you know, you started to expand upon with the chip hats and stuff in that cartoon, so I thought that was fun. Doug is in my D list. Um, listen, I was a kid who was picked on as a kid, but even I could have kicked Doug's ass at any moment in time, <laughs> and so I think I watched Doug just to establish dominance over somebody, even if they were fictional, not when he was Quail Man. Oh, especially yeah. with Quail Man. Man ass. I'll take Quail Man down. He you, wears his underwear on the outside. Yeah, you, know, you, don't, you, respect, real life. you don't have the fucking guts to do that. 
No, and you know if Doug was real life, that in real life, Roger is doing terrible things to Patty. Uh, oh, yeah. And Doug is just, just crying. I'm going to go on and say right now, it's a terrible joke, but I'm, I'm not going to make any, any any regret about it. I think Doug is the makings of a, sh a school shooter. I would not have been surprised if you told me that Doug walked in with a trench coat because he had enough of Roger and had built this entire fantasy land up and Patty in his hand. And then we'd be watching a news that find out that Doug had been radicalized. And like, this is terrible in here. But like, isn't Doug wow. almost like, he reminds me so much like fucking Corey Matthews. Right. Yeah. From um, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. You know, I mean, it's, it's almost like the same character, but one is animated and the other is live action. You know? The other one got to actually kiss Topanga. So I don't well, know. I mean, I look, I, he grew up to bang Topanga. I mean, they didn't cover that in the episode, but you know what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know what's happening. Yeah. You yeah. know what's happening. So, yeah. No, so, uh, yeah. Corey Matthews, superior to Doug in that regard. Uh, all, rounding out my D tier list are two 80 staples, which will make me unpopular, which is Transformers. Because I've never been a big Transformers fan, but it's still an incredibly awesome show uh, from that regard. So if not liking the source material, but liking the show, and the real Ghostbusters rounds out the D. Because even though I'm a big Ghostbusters fan, I I, I just the show never did. It always gave me a weird vibe. Uh, we're at C, which is the baseline for the thing for me, and those are Rugrats, Captain Planet, and the Planeteers. Which I always, I always like Captain Planet. I don't give a shit uh, with our powers combined. GI Joe. The fuck do you put Captain uh, Planet above Transformers and He Man and Thundercats and everything else? Like, how dare because, you? How dare you? you? How dare you? By the way, we've already gotten... In addition to Earth, fire, fire. Wind, they also have water, heart. heart. What the fuck is hearts. heart? <laughs> Heart's not a fucking weapon. Fuck I you. And they, I mean, they, I mean, it's 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 me. they gave it to the weakest yeah. character. <laughs> well, it's so it's very different for you. Though. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, GI Joe because uh, the toys were just so banging and the show was okay. And Cobra Commander still a badass villain. I don't care what anybody says. And then rounding out is Goof Troop, which to me is just an extension of the Goofy movie uh, world, which is an incredible movie and the second best soundtrack in movie history is a Goofy movie. Uh, B tier, Darkwing Duck. God damn, that show is awesome. But darker. I just yeah. tried to rewatch it with my kid and darker than I remember. Rocco's Modern Life. Then a show that none of you had on your fucking list. Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice, oh, Beetlejuice cartoon. is fantastic. That's an oh, A2 excellent. cartoon. Excellent cartoon. Which I don't know if uh, you guys watch, because you don't have kids, you don't watch many newer cartoons, but they resurrected uh, the Beetlejuice from the Beetlejuice cartoon on Teen Titans Go did they for really? their Halloween episode. No yeah. way. Yeah, that's weird. That's awesome. That's cool. Teen, that's cool. Teen yeah. Titans Go is an amazing show. They, they brought back Beetlejuice and Freakazoid. I did Teen see Titans Freakazoid. Yeah. You ready for that? Because that's yeah. coming up. But rounding out the B tier list are Spider-Man the animated series because I had a lot of those toys and I, I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite superhero. Uh, Inspector Gadget because it's basically Mel Brooks jokes rep repurposed into cartoon form. <laughs> and then the oldest of the shows that appear on my list rounding out B tier is Pokemon. Uh, it's the last show that I, I got up early or stayed up late, depending on what day of the time of the year it was, to watch uh, when the Poke Craze was hitting big in 98. And um, yeah, Pokemon, big up in there. Um, then A, Brandon Stimpy. A, top, top notch show. The only reason it's not up in there is because I don't have an emotional attachment to it. Like I have everything in the S list. And I think that's the only reason why a lot of these A shows aren't in S. Uh, Freakazoid, which is one of the flat out funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. It's ahead of its time. Just like Animaniacs, which is on the A-list, is ahead of its time. 
and as well as Tiny Toon Adventures. That that little WB block of those three, uh, incredible. And then Batman animated series to bring us down to serious. But I think that's the best best serious show that that outside of X Men that's ever existed on on a cartoon. And then a weird A-list here, but I have a, a, a love for it, Muppet Babies. Didn't realize until I started watching the original Muppet Babies with my daughter that I have seen every episode of the Muppet Babies. Yeah. <laughs> every single one of them. And it's like, there can't okay, be that many. Yeah. No, but I've seen every single one. I'm like, oh, is this the one with that blah, blah, And I started around, I'm like, why do I know every episode of the Muppet Babies? So Yeah. And they're, they're re- <laughs> they, so they just recently rebooted Muppet yeah, Babies. And it is not nearly as good. As no. it was, and and even like looking back, I'm like, why did I watch that as like not a toddler? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, I know, <laughs> but it was fucking incredible. But it but was I'm, great. It was on my list. I'm gonna go with S tier now, and these are because I have an extreme emotional attachment, and or they're good. Uh, we'll start from back to forward. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, incredible show, incredibly fun, incredible NES game. Yes. Yep. Oh my yes. god! Yes. So Absolutely. Good. So good. Yep. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, absolutely one of the all-time best animated properties ever made. Uh, DuckTales, uh, I adore DuckTales. I adore everything about DuckTales. Uh, and if you haven't, I'd love to one day cover it. The new DuckTales that came out a few years ago is fucking incredible in every possible so way. Good. It's it is so good. I cried several times in the show. Let's say how it's how good DuckTales is. <laughs> Um, then next is to me, we've talked about on this show, the difference between your favorite thing and the best thing you've ever seen that they can be separate. Uh, the best thing I've ever seen in an animated property is the third thing on my S list. Uh, it is the X-Men animated series. It is the technically best cartoon I've ever seen ever. It is it made me feel I watched every episode. That's the show I was talking about how I, I uh, the start of Noah having to pee all the time started with X-Men because I didn't want to risk missing a frame to find out what happened to Morph or what Mr. Sinister had done or what was going on with Creed and uh, Sabretooth's dad and, and the Sentinels and Bishop. And I, we know what we've talked about X-Men, the animated series four times now, and nobody has said the fucking iconic line because my watch, my watch has stopped. <laughs> It's been I don't get it, now. Professor. Why is that important? Because that, that whole that whole string of episodes where like they thought Morph was dead and then they figured oh. out what happened to Morph. Like mm-hmm. you feel bad. Uh. You feel bad for the guy, right? Yeah. Like, but mm-hmm. you but you get why you did what he did, and I'm like, oh, this is so fucking good. Like, it's, it's so, so good. Invested, it's so emotionally good. invested. It's so good. Then the uh, the number second the top from my on my S list is talking about emotional investment. I have a different kind of a thing. Uh, so I, I uh, come from a divorced home. And uh, at the time that my parents were at their apex before they decided to split up, they would uh, both my parents listen to this show. So they're, they'll, they'll remember this. They the screaming matches were uh, legendary. Right. And the only thing I could do to get away from it, because I had a little brother who also listened to the show, and my sisters were babies, was to go to the living room and turn the TV up as loud as I could. Uh, to, so I could try not to listen to them scream at each other. And the show that I remember and associate with that the most is Tailspin. I watched every episode of Tailspin. I learned to work the VCR so I could record Tailspin I, on beta, excuse me, the beta recorder. Uh, watch Tailspin. It's still I still love the show. It's a good show, but as far as like that's like when you talk about that fictional happy place that you would go to to escape life problems. Yeah, uh, Tailspin. 
Yeah, kick cloud kicker was the one taking you there. Yep, yeah, and blue. And to the point where uh, here's the thing: before I wanted to be a wrestler growing up, I wanted to be a pilot because of tailspin. Because of tailspin, that's awesome. Because of tailspin, that's but cool. I had an eye injury when I was a kid, which means my vision is broken. And someone had convinced me that I'm not allowed to be a pilot because I wear glasses, and it like ruined that dream for me as a kid. So then, it and then the dream became a professional wrestler. So you know that worked out. But here, here we are now. But to me, the number one all-time favorite cartoon show ever, as far as positive feelings, is indeed the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Uh, <laughs> swing your motherfucking arms from motherfucking side to side, because come on, everybody, let's do the motherfucking Mario, okay? It had everything. It had Captain Lou Albano. It had fucking everything. That's why it wasn't on any of the rest of our lists. It's the, to me, if you're like, name your favorite ridiculous. animated show. It was ridiculous. Uh, it was completely, utterly ridiculous. It follows no Mario canon. Yeah, Toad sounded like he smoked four packs a day. He's like, and it's, but it was, it's still to this day, I put it on and just watch it. Like, it's the only one of these shows besides DuckTales and Tailspin that I just put on and watch. And I'll be by myself. It's like two o'clock in the morning, I got hot pockets and, and tater tots because I need to eat. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Mario Brothers Super Show, let's do it. Yeah. I remember the thing I remember the most is like when they would do Zelda episodes and they made Link out to be the biggest dickhead ever. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. Excuse me. Like all I cared about were the Zelda episodes. Like I, I just despised Mario so much in that it was in that so show. Bad. I just I, I I I cannot get behind that. No, I'm sorry. I just I I, I hated that show, man. I I, I adore uh, it. Well, we were originally going to discuss here, and we put it out here on the social media uh, on a, on our list to describe our top three theme songs ever. But I want to save this. We're going to go on our social media, and we want to know what yours are. We'll talk about ours, but the top three banger, absolute banger theme songs ever. We're going to ask you, when you post your list, tell us. What did you think? We've had some submissions from friends of the show. I'm going to give you uh, the list of two friends of the show here, just kind of give you an idea. So we had uh, Drew, my little brother and the aforementioned person we made fun of that has yet to appear on the show. Uh, and he was very, 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 very particular about his show. His number one is a tie theme song between Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. Uh, Pinky and the Brain was part of Animaniacs. I know. So I was like separate. I I was like, pick one of the two. Right. (laughs) And he said, no, they're both. Um, The second one is the Pokemon theme. And his number three is the Rocco's Modern Life theme, uh, which is is the B-52s. And then we had uh, chime in our guest a few weeks ago, KillaFam69, Gibby. Uh, I, I reached out to him and asked what his the, all-time... The midnight Listener. The Midnight Listener. Uh, and his three are Darkwing Duck, DuckTales, and Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Three slappers as well. That's right. But we want everyone to tell us, what's yours? Reach out to us. Let us know on social media. And uh, and follow us. And tell us your, your tier. Tell us that we're full of shit. Tell me, tell these guys that the Super Mario Brothers Super Show is an incredible cartoon. Uh, but also specifically tell Dave that having Tailspin or DuckTales at the bottom of his list is trash. And that maybe or his X-Men. opinion is trash. Or X-Men not at the top. Right. What the 
<laughs> right? My thing for this episode is get that out all of us agree way. that that show is the best ever. Listen, you guys want to you guys want to go ahead and give everybody a fucking trophy. Go ahead, that's perfectly fine by me. You know, participation participation ribbons abound. Um, like I said, for me, it's difficult choosing between X Men, Spider Man, and Batman because to me, that represents such a such a part of my life where I discovered superheroes, like really discovered superheroes. You know, my childhood was big time on the things that my brother liked growing up, you know, because, you know, my brother had Transformers, my brother had He-Man action figures, and those got passed down to me. So I was involved with those. And then, of course, Star Wars, you know, those are huge things there. But it was really when I got involved in X-Men, Spider-Man, and Batman, when those shows came on, that, like, I discovered superheroes for the first time. So, and really got to appreciate those, because we didn't have comic books. My parents didn't really care about us reading those, so... Um, it was really my introduction. And if you want me to separate the three, fuck you. I, I'm not going to, you know. You should. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I just got to say that you can babble all you want about it, but you didn't put X-Men at the top, and you put fucking wrong. friends at the top. Which means, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time for the show today, because I'm going to go grow <laughs> up about the list. But hang out with us. We got social media, Instagram, Twitter. We're getting the fuck out of here fast because you got to watch some cartoons now and we got some other stuff to go on. Stick around with us. We got more content coming up in the next weeks. We're never leaving. We're like Dave's shitty opinion on cartoons. We're never going anywhere. We're never going to improve and we're here to fucking stay forever. <laughs> so hang out with us. Get used to it. Get used to it because only thing in store for you is way more nothing good. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please be sure to tell a friend or two to check us out. You can follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and much more to make sure you get the latest episodes and all of our cheeky, cheeky shenanigans. And don't forget to check us out on social media. We have our Nothing Good page on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Nothing Good Pod and at Insta at Nothing Good Podcast. And while you're there, drop us a line. Say hello. Enjoy some of our shit posting and shameless promotion, or hell, even check out our merchandise. I promise it's really sweet. We'll see you next time.